people, good morning. You're welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. Today is Monday, February 8th, 2021, and today's episode is going to be episode 151. This is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. You're welcome on board. And if this is the first time for you to listen to this podcast, you're very much welcome. And uh, this is a, a weekly podcast, and sometimes we bring a new episode after about 10 days. But this podcast is intended um, to help people who are learning English as a second language. Um, students, high school students, university students, and people who are working, people who need English, people who need to use English uh, in their daily activities. So you can always tune in and you can listen to this podcast from several platforms. There are platforms like uh, Spotify, um, um, Radio Republic, uh, iTunes. There are many, many podcast uh, platforms hosting this particular podcast and uh, you can simply type in um, in your search uh, engine you can type in these English lessons and you will see which platform is more suitable for you to listen to the podcast so with that said we are going to dive straight into our content for today our ongoing series is focusing on out the International English Language Testing System. This is a test that many students um, need to take in order to uh, be qualified to further their studies in English-speaking countries. So we have decided to um, have an entire series um, focusing on this test so that we can help students out there who are preparing for this test. So, so far we have already discussed, um, we've made a general introduction to the test, we've discussed uh, the format, uh, the format of the test, the structures and the four sections of the test, and we have then narrowed down our focus um, to speaking, the speaking section, and again, the speaking section is divided into three parts, the first part, the second part, which is um, uh, just a single topic that you have to talk on and then the third part so in today's episode we'll be looking at some typical questions in part one as we promised in the previous episode we'll be looking at some very likely questions you may be asked in part one speaking and um, I mentioned before that part one speaking is about um, getting to know the candidate more. The examiner wants to get information that that can reveal what kind of person you are. That's why in part one, usually the first question is, are you a student or you're working? You see, from that first question, immediately the examiner introduces himself or herself, and then maybe check your ID, your ID just to confirm you are the person um, you're the right person taking the test. After that, usually the first question is, are you a student or you're working? That question is 
one way for the examiner to know how to um, carry on with you because if you're a student maybe you're very likely to get questions related to school life uh, subjects teachers um, maybe group work at school um, and, and so on but if you're working you're probably going to have questions relating to um, your career how your daily schedule looks like at work uh, what are the challenges of your job and so on so that first question is very strategic and so how do you answer that first question are you a student or you're working simply say I am a student if you're a student you will say I am a student and go a little bit further to say at what level you are studying so don't just say I'm a student that's a little bit too short you could say I am I am a final year student in high school that sounds a little bit better you can say I am a second year student in the university that sounds better you can say I'm a middle school student that sounds better no so are you a student yes I'm a student this sounds a little bit too flat you know to be a good answer okay if you're not a student and you're working you can say um, are you a student or you're working your answer could be I am working I'm an engineer in um, a software company that's an example um, I am an architect I am an architect in a building and construction company so instead of just saying I am working you should at least mention what job you have and so this is a this is to connect to what I told you last time in the previous episode I said the answers cannot be too short but also cannot be too long so the question is most students think so how short should it be and how long should it be so because if you just say the answer should not be too long and should not be too short it's still very hard for somebody to know exactly how long the answer should be um, so for some questions like this one which is a basic question are you working or you're a student I think an answer in one sentence would be okay you can give an answer in one sentence like I said I am a final year student in high school that's not too short that's a one sentence answer but it's okay now you cannot say something like um, I am a second year student in the university my major is engineering and I would like to be an engineer in the future and work in a famous company in blah 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 that's a little bit too long you're going too far away from the question you were asked so just be straight to the point but don't be too short being too short giving a very short answer is like saying yes of course I am I am not that kind of answer is a little bit too short should be at least a sentence or two okay so then after that you move on to other questions the examiner probably will say I would like to talk about your likes and dislikes in other words I'd like to talk about the things that you like to do and the things you don't like to do so likes and dislikes that's a very common topic and so um, an example of a question in the question on likes and dislikes 
what do you do in your free time? This is how it is usually asked. What do you do in your free time? So, well, we assume that the thing that you do in your free time is something you like, right? Or in cases where you probably do something you don't like in your free time, uh, but that's weird. Uh, so it's an indirect way to ask you to talk about your hobbies. So what do you do in your free time? Okay. Um, you can then think about the things that you usually do. It could be maybe riding around, uh, playing basketball, maybe sleeping, maybe um, watching TV, listening to music, drawing. There are so many kinds of things that people do um, during their free time. Now, pay attention to a little thing that I discussed with my students last week. Um, one student told me, I asked them this question, uh, what do you do in your free time? And he said, in my free time, I do my homework. So, well, this answer is correct, but there's something funny about this question. If you're still doing your homework, is that really your free time? What is your free time? Your free time is the time you have after you have finished everything you had to do. So as a student, I wouldn't consider the time you do your homework as your free time, no. You come back from school, you eat, you probably sleep, and then you get up and you do your homework and then after that maybe you clean your room and then you wash the dishes in the kitchen and you finished everything you had to do that is the beginning of your free time so what I'm trying to say is some students talk about the activity they do during their free time but it doesn't really sound convincing like that's something you do in your free time because that sounds like work so um, it should be something when after you have finished all the work you had to do, then you do that thing. So that's why it is important for you to note some examples that are perfect for answering uh, this question. So I give examples. Things people do in their free time are like watching TV. Because watching TV, you don't really need to do some work. You don't really need to make an effort, right? You just lie on the sofa and watch TV. Lie on the sofa or lie in your bed and listen to music. That's something you do in your free time. Uh, you can look through a magazine or you can, you can play with your pet. You can play with your pet. That's, these are examples of things you do in your free time. Now you cannot say what you do in your free time is do your homework or do some research in the library or it's, it's not really, it doesn't really sound like free time. So pay attention to this kind of question. You may think that your answer is so correct but it's a little bit out of scope. So um, that's a typical question. What do you do in your free time? And again, like I said, for students, you will talk about the kind of things that students do and for people working you will talk about the kind of things that people uh, working do like I play with my kids I go out with my kids or um, I, I, I help my, my child to clean the room or to do something so it's usually different whether if you're a student or you're working now so 
that's a question you talk about a hobby. Now, the thing is, um, there is something that a lot of people don't do, and then it becomes a difficulty in the test. If you have never thought about this, during the test, when you're asked that question, it may be a little bit um, difficult for you, not because you don't know what to say, but because in your mind, you have many choices you have many choices running through your mind and you don't know which one you usually do. Maybe on Sundays when you're free, you go to the park. And then on Saturdays when you're free, you go shopping. And then on school days when you're free, you probably play computer games. So when the examiner says, what do you do in your free time? You have a couple of choices running through your mind and you don't know which one is the the best one to talk about and in this case of the example I have just given the best answer would be well it depends on what day of the week it is if I have free time during um, school days from Monday to Friday I usually play computer games or cell phone games with my friends but if I have free time over the weekend on Saturdays I usually um, during my free time I play with our dog and on Sunday if I have free time I usually go to the park see so your free time and the activity you do could depend on which day it is that's something that can make your answer very beautiful by saying it depends on what day it is it depends on it depends on my mood if I am feeling happy maybe this is the kind of thing I do in my free time um, it depends on whether my parents are at home or not this is a very funny answer that students usually give meaning that if the parents are at home and they have free time the activity you do is different if your parents are not at home and you are free the activity you do is different so this kind of um, variation by saying it depends on it just makes your answer more interesting makes your answer more beautiful and it tells the examiner that you have a good control over your language so that's a very um, the key expression to take away from this episode will be it depends on most questions that you answer in English, you can actually use this expression. It depends on the weather. It depends on my parents' opinion. It depends on whether I have money or not. It depends on where I am. It depends on whether I am at school or I am at home. It depends on the quality. It depends on how expensive it is. It depends on it always depends on something most of the things we we talk about it always depends on something so i want you to take that as the key expression um, from this episode and learn how to put it in your answers when they say um, what do you do over the weekend what do you usually do over the weekend well it depends on whether i have a lot of homework or not um, What's your favorite park? Well, uh, my favorite park is an amusement park. But it also depends on the weather. When the weather is very um, shiny, when
when the weather is very sunny, sorry, I want to say sunny. When the weather is very sunny, I prefer to go to amusement parks. But when the weather is bad, I prefer to go to small parks near our home. So it always depends on something. What kind of shopping do you like? What kind of things do you like to buy? It always depends on something. So with that expression, you can you can use that expression in a lot of answers, and that will bring us to the end of our episode today.、Um, in our next episode, we will continue with more questions and more key expressions that you can use when it comes to speaking. Fifteen minutes are up. In fact, sixteen minutes this time. And this is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off. See you in the next episode, and have a wonderful week. Goodbye.